Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fumblecast. I'm Chris, coming at you. We're excited because we're back in the studio recording. Uh, it's Friday, so anything that happens the day after is not our problem. Every time we do this, something big happens the day after we record. Usually it's a fight in Disney World, but we're going to see what happens. I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. And the first thing we're going to start off with, it's literally, I didn't even have it on the agenda because I didn't even think about it, but there's news, there's grumblings that, um, the, the, well, actually, The Rock admitted it. The Rock said that, you know, Dwayne Johnson, that they were going to be doing a video game movie. He's super stoked. Um, the rumor is that he's talking to certain people about it. So it's not like it's... Um, set in stone i guess they're talking to people and doing interviews and whatnot but the rumor is it could be anything from a Fortnite game because he does play a character in the new Fortnite seasons he was revealed to be the foundation if you didn't know that uh sucks to be you but it's not really that big of news because it, it's been out for too long but um so it's rumored that he is the character of the foundation and then it was proven that he was and so now um we have the questions of whether it's Fortnite or Call of Duty. Somebody from, I can't remember the name of the website, but they apparently they've been right on multiple different leaks for movies. And the, the rumor was that it was going to be a Call of Duty movie. Now, that could be just someone trying to, I don't know, throw people for a loop or make it, make it seem like it's something that it's not. But I mean, how would you feel about a Call of Duty movie? I don't. I mean, I think it'd be be fine. But the thing is, is I mean, how are you going to do it? You have all these different Call of Duty genres that they're all in. I mean, I guess you know you could do it on its, you know, standalone on its own or something completely different. I, you know, I I don't know. And we've seen video game movies before. You know, Tomb Raider and um, was it Prince of Persia and all of that. So I mean, he was in, he was in Doom. The Rock Doom, was in yeah. Doom. Yeah. So I no. mean, he. I. I mean, my problem with it is, why do we need another video game movie? There's been some pretty good success with people doing reboots and stuff like that. So I mean, we we could we could stick to that maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't want to bring it up just because it is it's fairly big news. I mean, when you think about it, you know, The Rock is not just some Joe Schmo. He's like the guy right now. And my favorite thing. So did you hear about uh, I think it was like a year ago, maybe a little bit longer that they had found the most intact T-Rex head or skull in history. It was like. 80 something percent complete like there was missing barely anything and what was missing wasn't anything that was dramatic well because i didn't know this but whenever you see those dinosaurs like in the movies or on tv where they have um the teeth and all that kind of stuff um or like the bodies are complete a lot of times that's just mix and matching from multiple different sites that's not one t-rex they're basically putting stuff where they think it goes so they found this head and they legitimately were like, oh, 
where is it going to go? And the guy's like, well, I'm going to sell it probably. Well, you should donate to a museum. Somebody on TikTok was watching an interview with The Rock. And guess what he saw in the background? And they, got, and the, they go, is that a T-Rex head? The people interviewing him, he's like, yeah, that's so-and-so. And it was the name of the T-Rex the guy gave the T-Rex. So that's wow. that's crazy that, like, that's how deep it's going. But yeah. I was pretty, I, I, you know, the man's got money. He can do what he wants. So, I mean, we're going to see soon enough um, what he plans on doing with it because, you know, he's got the money to do that. He's got the money because I guarantee he's probably trying to do this this Call of Duty or Fortnite movie with his own funding or his own studio. So they're going to need to see stuff from him. So I think he's kind of leaking it so that people are kind of like, oh, what's this about? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> do what he decides to do i mean pretty much everything that the rock has been in as of late has done fairly well i mean even if it's trash like no offense i mean yeah but even if it's trash he puts puts butts in the seat and the thing about him too is is i like his joking demeanor like he can joke and also be serious at the same time yeah yeah so Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna see what he does. Uh, now back to our regular agenda. Um, Visa presale tickets sold out for D twenty three Expo twenty twenty two, and they sold out fast, didn't they, Tim? I I they probably did, especially with the uh, with it coming back to Anaheim. So you know, and, and any presale tickets, they're gonna be they're gonna be out quick on something like that. Oh, and Chris has disappeared. There he is. But, um, yeah, well, and then leading into it, uh, as Chris is fiddling around with his stuff, um, the preferred seating tickets as well sold out. And I know that if, uh, I think that was the Sorcerer's package, if I remember right, which always sells out pretty quickly. Um, And there's a limited number of them. That's the one they also had problems with. Pro- problems as in? Um, basically, they, um, they, they always sell out of that one. And they, it's supposed to come, I believe, with like its own little... Uh, I can't remember what it is. It comes with like a... What, what is it? Um, you get like a f- free merch or something like that. And basically, uh, okay. it, it it always ends up being a debacle, is what it ends up being. No, yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things where, when as soon as they go on sale, within like less than five minutes, they're they're gone. Yeah, exactly. It's less than five minutes; it's gone, and you know, people are sitting there around trying to figure out what's going on, you know, and then then they end up, you know, oh, where's my stuff? And then they stand around for seven hours while someone from Disney or corporate's walking around trying to find stuff. And, you know, yeah. I, I expect it to sell out all the time. You know, I saw someone online that legitimately they had a countdown on and the countdown hit. And when the countdown hit, they were like, bam, they clicked it like on the second. And... There we go. He's already like 30th person in line. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. 
Um, I never plan on going just because I know I'm not going to get tickets. And I'm kind of lazy. I don't want to wait with it. I don't wait for it. Well, and the thing is, is, I mean, uh, you know, there's, as long as you're, you know, within the first couple days, you'll get some sort of ticket. Um, You know, whether it's a one-day pass or a three-day pass, if you're looking for something more so, like I said, used to be the source package or whatnot, obviously those goes out. Those go out really quick. Um, but, you know, it's, I think usually the one-day ones are usually the last ones to sell out. When I say, you know, the last ones, they may be there for a couple days. Right, um, so right. Buy, you know, the higher-end ones and then the three-day pass, so that way they can go. Obviously, it gradually, it gradually goes down. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to go, but the only thing for me is during my busy season at work. So it's not like I could take time off. It's one of the, you know, three months out of the year that I cannot. Take time that is, and that is a big pain in the butt. Cause you're sitting there like, what am I going to do? And right. I mean, Tim's not going to do anything. Tim's going to stay where he's at with his baby. Right. <laughs> um, and as Tim did say, you know, the preferred seating is usually quick. So, you know, to anyone who got tickets, congratulations. Um, next, this is uh, we got a couple of bam, wham, bam. It's they're kind of weird a little bit. But so Disney CEO Bob Chappick made thirty four point five million last year, forty five point nine million for former CEO Bob Iger, both more than doubling from twenty twenty, which is understandable because they both did, did take pay cuts in twenty twenty. Um, I believe they said they would take like a lot less. Like it was kind of dramatic less how much they took. So, right. well, and for Iger, that's what he made. That's not what his um, what pay he, is. His oh, salary. Yeah, it's a salary. It's not what uh, his you know final bonus was. Bonus and all that stuff. Yeah, and and yeah. people don't know too. So like, um. Let's say, for instance, Tim and I had a business together and Tim retires at 55 and I work till 60. And then when we sell the business, well, for those five years, Tim could say in a contract, say he earns a percentage of a bonus every year. But if he defers that bonus until the sale, so that way the company still has more money, he'll get a higher percentage. So instead of 5%, he'll get 10%. And that's what a lot of these guys do because they're still making money. And then when they go to retire they'll basically defer their bonus the last five years of their contract or whatever. So he could have made probably, I, I guarantee he made close to a hundred million with bonuses and everything, especially considering everyone, including, you know, the ex- other executives think that he saved the company and not Bob Chappick. So, um, you know, more power to him. Hopefully, uh, He's happy in retirement and uh, go on to his political career just fine. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, And then along the same lines, the former CEO, Bob Iger, shuts down ridiculous rumors of potential return to Disney. Isn't that what he said when um, he came back? (laughs) He wasn't going to come back? Yeah, but I mean, on that one, he was still like employed with the company. You know, still on the board because he wasn't going to leave the board till the end of the year. So I kind of get that. And I mean, you know, I'd say I wouldn't come back. But then when you get a global pandemic, I mean, it's kind of, you know, difficult, especially with all the years that you've had into it already. 
So, I mean, I could, I mean, on that, you know, yeah, if he did, I mean, I get it, but if he came back, you know, I, I get it as well. Um, on it. That, that does I mean, make he sense. He wasn't like com- completely gone. I mean, he was still, um, on the board and I'm sure they begged him to come back. And I bet you, even if he was gone, he'd probably still come back as well. It's like, okay, let, you know, at least get us through the beginning part of this, um, and kind of see where it goes, have somewhat of a game plan and, and go from there. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's understandable, you know, for a person of his wealth. I mean, he didn't, he didn't become rich by not making moves. So it may have just been a, a good investment in himself to come back to the company, and now it doesn't seem like that because, I mean, if you look at it, there was a surge last year because everyone was able to go back to the parks and stuff. There will be a decline this year. If you notice, they announced, oh, hey, um, there's going to be less passes now. And magically, one of them sells out, which I don't think it really did. I think they just said it sold out because in the yeah. top tier sold out the next two days. So they'd never announce when they're no longer selling passes until they're no longer selling passes. You know what I mean? Magically, yeah. someone will go, I tried to buy this pass and it wouldn't let me. No, they came out and pre-announced it. So they're not exempt from the issues that are going on with everything. So I do have a strong feeling that there is some finagling and some working of different stuff in the stuff in the works right now and that's why he's saying he's not going to come back because i guarantee there is going to be a decline this year they probably will blame it on bob chapik instead of the covid rush of people trying to go to stuff last year it, it is what it is but i mean what are you gonna do bob Iger was a great ceo and now we got bob chapik and i think everyone wants uh jason tomorrow to take over because he's a very personable person, but he's a lot younger. He hasn't been with the company as long. And, you know, well, there's a reason why they select certain people. Well, exactly. And he's probably next in line for that or one yes. of the front runners for the next one. Just, you know, he's gotten, he's been president of, you know, the a park and then moved up to, you know, I can't remember, but he's been steadily moving up. But and it was quick. He, yeah, and because it was only what six up. months. I think it was six months. He went from Disneyland to he became he was Disneyland before the pandemic, and then he moved up before the yeah. pandemic. It he was it was a very quick transition because yeah. I remember a lot of the cast members were like, "We're so sad to see Josh go." Yep. So Josh or Jason. Josh. Josh. They're sad to see Josh go because he was such a great boss. Yep, no, exactly. And I mean he's fifty one, so like you said, I mean he he is He uh, is? <laughs> yep, fifty one. God, he does not look that um, old. He's held, yeah, various leaders positions from ninety ninety eight to oh eight vice presidents of sales and travel trade marketing. This is with the Walt Disney Company. So he's got the sales side of it and travel mm-hmm. side of it. Um, director of business planning and uh, strategy development from 05 to 06. So there's another step of. So he was, and he overlapped. He did both of them at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, he is director of it. So it's almost, you know, like you're also on a board. Um, yeah. And then in 08, he 
became CFO of Disney's for products licensing business and held that position for two years. So he's every time he moves up, he gets a broader aspect of the whole Disney company. And it seems like a shorter time, too, because yeah, it was no. 10 years, then two years. And then what is it? What was he after that? Um, so let's see. Uh, yeah, so it was 10 years. And then in that 10 years, he had, you know, two years of the uh, business planning development. And then in 08, so the end of the, the the vice president's sales, then he went to CFO of Disney Consumer Products Licensing Business, had that for two years. Then vice president of Adventures by Disney. So then he got the travel side of it. Um, 13 to 14, vice president of Disney's Animal Kingdom. So there's, you know, a park. Yep. And in 20, so then after, uh, it was 2013 to 14. And so the expansion. 2014, he became senior vice president of resorts and transportation operations for the whole Walt Disney World Resort. So another promotion up. Yeah. Until 2017, 2017 to 2020. Um, with parks experiences. Uh, 2017, he was promoted to CCO of Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, role pres uh, a higher position that he only held for a year before taking the role of president of Disneyland. Disneyland, yep. Um, had that for a year and a half for returning back to Florida for to become president of Walt Disney World Resort. So he's vice vice president and then came back as president. President. Because I think yep. wasn't Bob Chappick president? Uh I think that's where I, Bob Chappick came from. I think so, yeah. Um then it said, you know, then Chappick succeeded Iger uh as CEO, so then tomorrow succeeded Chappick as chairman of Disney Parks Experiences products um geez so in that says the chairmanship means tomorrow is responsible for the management of rides cruise line merchandise and retail of all six theme parks in california florida france shanghai hong kong and tokyo so yeah he that's crazy the succession that he's going is pretty much and especially you know with chapik coming from that position and succeeding Iger. And now, um, you know, well, let me see here. So, Chappick was Josh Tomorrow as, yeah, as that position. So then, what was Iger? I know he came over from ABC, but did he go straight into? Yeah, he did. I think I'm pretty sure he went straight in. Yeah, I think he came straight over a la like an Eisner, which he replaced Eisner. Um, yeah, so he so um, Iger came straight over. Yeah, the president and CEO on. Yeah, so he came over into that position. He didn't come up through it. Came over from ABC like Eisner did, where Chappick kind of went up through the ranks as well and now it seems like yeah um tomorrow is doing it as well which i i like i like that yeah i mean it's it's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the near future because everything is so kind of i don't know 
everything's so up in the air. Everyone's so angry. I hopefully will calm down a little bit so they can, people can realize how good things are actually going and maybe they can see the good that's going to come out of, you know, Chappie because everyone brings something different. And while Eisner, people didn't like him, he was, wasn't he the golden age of Disney? Um, uh, yeah. Like Lion King and Pocahontas and all yeah, the Aladdin, new Beauty classics. Beast, yeah. Yep. All of those. Yep. And they were still animation then. They weren't these computer generated stuff. So nothing against that, but it was a different time. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Well, and he came over from, um, the entertainment background i believe it was from abc or or whatnot so that would be kind of more of his forte um, yeah in, in doing that yeah i mean it's 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 pretty it's pretty interesting how they do stuff and how fast things move but they know some and people really got to realize too josh tomorrow probably has his route to the ceo position it's probably been laid out since he became vice president back in the day or cfo of the smaller stuff they groom people to to do that so you know uh we'll we'll see what ends up happening because it's, it's gonna be i don't know um it's going to it's going to play out over the next few years. We won't know anything immediately. Um, yeah. This one makes me mad, but Disney is beginning the early development of the Aristocats live action film. No, thank you. Yeah, well, speaking of CGI, there you go. I don't I even know. Yeah, you were talking about animation, but there you go. I don't, I don't, why? They saw how bad cats did. Right. Yeah, but that's not. That's that's cats. That's not Aristocats. You know why? Because of Jungle Book, because of Aladdin, because of all of those ones that they remade. So they're they're going going back and and doing it. And the thing is, I bet you even the worst one that Disney has made has still made money. You know, yeah. as far as but you know the ones that that <laughs> that they've made, but. The Aristocat is going to be very interesting because, you know, don't really have that. Is that, that's probably, is that going to, is that going to be, is that going to be the oldest one they've redone? Well, I mean, Uh, I guess Cinderella, it is Cinderella. Cinderella. Cinderella would be the oldest. They went to live action. Yeah. But they, but that one wasn't, no, no, there wasn't a Cinderella. There was ever after no as ever after no enchanted. The, yeah, that that's not Cinderella. So this might be the oldest one they've redone. Well, <coughs> up until the next one down. <laughs> well, they did Jungle Book too, I think. Well, Jungle Book, yeah. Um, yeah, Disney is taking a different approach to Seven Dwarfs in live action Snow White film, and apparently. It's just the story's changed multiple times. So um, Peter Dinklage, who is um, yep. a dwarf known for playing um, uh, well, Tyrion a- Lannister on Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah, and he's um, too. He basically said that, you know, it's demeaning to exploit little people for, you know, a movie and whatnot. And... What I don't think he realizes is so that people don't know, I used to watch random TV shows. And one time I came across this one where this woman was a dwarf and she really literally ran a dwarf 
uh, acting agency where if you needed a dwarf for a film, they came to her. So you were guaranteeing you weren't having someone on their knees or, you know, just, you know, shrinking someone down to make them look like, no, they were like an actual, like a acting agency. And so what was kind of frustrating is, is what's going to happen to all these actors that probably would have gotten jobs. Cause I guarantee they'd had the seven dwarves, but they probably would have had more dwarves in the film itself to like showcase. They weren't the only ones there. Yeah. So I see a lot of people saying, Oh, this is great. You know, don't exploit, you know, people for what they look like and what they are. And I'm like, but don't people get mad when they have a video or a movie about someone who has Down syndrome and they have someone that doesn't have Down syndrome play them, or in the, yep. in, in the case of like the a Quiet Place, John Krasinski found an actress who was deaf, which the domain daughter she's deaf in real life, and they learned sign language to talk to her and kind of you know, and I thought that was the less of way we were going, and now because Peter Dinklage says they're being taken advantage of, it's kind of hard for him to say something when he's a multimillionaire. You're right, you know, what if it's what if a, a, a dwarf actor gets into this and gets his big break, you know, because he's great because it's about the acting. It's not about them being little people. It's about the the fact they fit the the bill. Okay, they're a dwarf, but a little person, however you want to say it. And I I, I was just frustrated with it because I saw it and I'm like, wait, are they not going to use dwarves? That's what I thought. I thought they weren't going to use dwarves. And then I was going to be mad. I was going to say, hey, that's true. They need to use legitimate dwarves for this because – that one agency that I saw was like a very low budget one and they had like 15, 20 people licensed to them. So if you go to these bigger ones that, you know, that you're going to have people and I'm not saying you have to hire, you know, from those agencies, but I'm just saying there's people out there that are qualified for, for this, this role, these roles. Yeah, no, exactly. I thought that they weren't even going to have um, dwarfs in it at all. That it was gonna um, be completely like taking them completely out. They are now. Yeah. So they're then, going a different route. But that's what I'm saying is they weren't going to until Peter Dinklage said something. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, is, you know, for one person to say that, granted, like, you know, it is Peter Dinklage or whatnot, but I mean, he is had, a dwarf, you know. No, I mean, I get it. But I mean, really? You know, well, I mean, I, not, nothing against Peter Dinklage or whatnot, but I mean, like, if you had the whole community coming out and saying it, uh, yeah, you know, it would be, be different. Thing, but just for one guy to to say it, and then all of a sudden, oh, now we're not even do it. it. So then, how are we going to have a title, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? You got to change the title because there weren't dwarves in the other ones, were they? The Snow White and the Huntsman and Snow White. Yeah, they were. There were. Okay. Yeah, because um, Marty uh, Kebla, uh, I can't. I, I know I butchered his last name, but he was the one in Pirates of the Caribbean. He was. Oh the- yeah, he's the one that's. Um, he's proportionately. He his dwarfism yep. is uh, somewhat proportionate. It's all proportional. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like achondroplasia or anything like that. He um, was the one that was in. Um, uh, it was a big fat liar. Where he play? No, what what was it? I can't remember. He's in one. He's in a bunch of ones. He's really funny. I really like him. He was actually on Little People Big World because yeah. he was trying to show the kids like, look, I'm I may have dwarfism, but I still play in rec league, you know, basketball leagues. I'm yeah. still good at sports and stuff. I well, I didn't know he was in that. Yeah. Yeah, and he was on a um, uh, I guess it would be 
Special Olympics team uh, for soccer and basketball. Really? Uh, yep. I, I I mean I mean he is super athletic. You know I could tell you yeah. that right from well, just and you know him, and then, like you said the type of dwarf dwarfism that he has. Correct. Um, you know it's proportioning. Has, yeah, has the advantage. Um, Which uh, oh. if you guys have not watched the Special Olympics or the not special not Special Olympics, it's the Paralympics. Um, yeah. The Paralympics are I'm going to tell you right now. I, did, I don't know what they have in the Winter Olympics, but the Summer Olympics, they have, it's called scootball. And yeah. what I love about it is, is that it's for, it's basically you're blind and you're, you're using your hearing to, you, you have a goalie like soccer almost, but you're on your hands and knees and people who are partially blind or have like, um, legally blind they put masks on all of them it's it's amazing to watch i was surprised like they're very talented like you're seeing them i i could never do it and they're stopping they're, it's just really cool to watch so you bring that up and uh the paralympics and i i really enjoyed watching it i don't know what they have for winter so we're gonna uh, I'll, we're gonna see it starts next week so yeah exactly um next thing we got is uh, Disney stock drops following Netflix crash. I did not see this. I didn't see it either, but I guess Netflix. Um, so it's kind of a little bit of a clickbaity title. So when I saw Netflix crash, I thought like Netflix, like crash, like was down, like it crashed. But I guess they um, were saying that it just, the crash means like they hadn't done well. Um, I don't know if they had any investor meetings or whatnot. And did um, yeah, a disappointing subscriber number, and it stock it stock dropped um, twenty one over twenty one, almost twenty two percent. And it says, how, how can they be mad about it? How can they how can they get their stock drop when it's their Netflix gets less subscribers because of Disney Plus? I I don't know, but it says as a result, other streaming competitors have also had. Oh. You know why? You know why? So I believe there's some sort of formula that they calculate with like the stock market. Basically, if one streaming service is hitting their numbers, they can probably anticipate. And maybe they're worried this is showing a trend that there's a decline in subscribers because, you know, it could be something like that. Yeah. I mean, it said uh, this article was on January 21st, so a while ago, but it said that it at then it had dropped over 10% the Disney company stock. Well, that's crazy. Which is crazy. The Netflix stock is so it said its stock dropped 21.79% uh, to 397.50 cents. That's Netflix stock and Disney stock dropped 10%, 10.24 and was at 137.38. So what I see there is Netflix stops net Netflix stock is over three times, almost four times more than the Disney company. I would not would would have guessed that. Um, I bet you it's because so I think a lot of stuff um has to do with you got to think Disney stock stays very stable. So Netflix is more fluctuating based on popular and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, over the 
you know, one year, actually it was up high to actually from August to, I mean, actually, I'm sorry, from October till the end of December, it was up at one point over almost 700 bucks. And then, yeah, when they announced it, wow, 515 down to, oh, wow. Yeah, it went from 515. Actually, it went from 508 on the 20th, the 21st to 397. Wow, that is a huge drop. Now's the time to buy. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that I don't know. People are people are paying attention now. Crypto took kind of a a hit. Um, it was a benefit for me because a lot of stuff came out. Uh, I came out on top. You know, I found a couple of them that were um, pretty cheap. I'm kind of excited. I got in on some, and they've already uh, one of the ones I invested in uh, this morning is up seventy uh, percent. So I've almost doubled my investment in a day. But everything is becoming like extremely, extremely volatile. So. I, I'm not investing anymore for the foreseeable future just because I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in the business of uh, losing all my money that way. You know, I do in small, small bouts, but uh, it's been extremely crazy because um, everyone's wholeheartedly expecting something bad's going to happen. You know, they said that crypto can't hold it. And what's crazy is, I've learned that when crypto's doing well, the stock market can do okay. But when crypto's doing bad, the stock market does great. So it's hard to explain. I don't get it, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's, I don't think anybody can really explain it unless that is what you do. Deep dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm pretty deep. I'm pretty deep into it just because, you know, I got bored. And one time I looked into it and I was like, well, this is what it looked like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what but I, mean? I mean? But I mean, even on that, you still don't get it. And I mean, and that's, you're just dabbling. I mean, you're deep into it, but you're dabbling in it. Well, I'm sure even if you get somebody that that's their job, they probably still don't, can't do it just because of the, the newness of it. Not like, you know, stock markets like, oh yeah, well, we had the crash and, 1907. Well, yeah, you know, and the big thing is, is that certain people, um, you learn like they're that's all they're that's all they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. They literally, oh yeah. You you can you can you can figure it out. It's it's pretty crazy when I've been talking to certain people and they're like, oh yeah, you know, um, I they're online all day long. They're dealing with the stocks. So basically, when something does happen like this it's so easy to, you know, make money off of it. So like the, there's probably a lot of guys that, you know, they made a killing off the Netflix stuff and all that kind of things. But, um, I still don't see the correlation. So I want to kind of do more research, you know, um, like, you know what I mean? I want to, yeah. I want more research to see like if it was something internal, you know, so, And so we're going to see, it's going to be interesting because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited for what could happen because if, if 
if this has any indication, I can, I don't know, I guess I can start uh, planning to do other stuff with <laughs> with my my stuff. So we're, we're going to see what happens. Um, next thing we have on the list, um, this one is insane. It's insane. And they basically... I don't even know. I, I don't even know. Uh, they renounced multiple games. They didn't say one. They respawn entertainment was like, oh yeah, we're um, <laughs> we're, we're developing multiple games, and I was just kind of like, what? Wait, what? It doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. don't. I don't get it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited for it, but I'm still super confused. Cause I was like, what? Um, I was like, I don't understand how it's multiple. Cause we haven't gotten any updates. It's not like, you know, we're just sitting around here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's uh, like they, they dropped it and then said, okay, well, you know, there you go. There you go. Yeah. It was and it was like random during the day, and you, uh, I had seen it already, but I was kind of like, "Wait, what?" I was right. kind of, like, yeah. That's kind of I, I think how everyone's reaction was like, "Oh wait, oh, respawn, you're still around." Well, not just that, but I was kind of like, you know, I've been, um, you know, Tim knows this, but a lot of people don't, so I've been playing um, on my actual PC now games. And so I've been seeing a lot of different um, I've been seeing some different stuff like you have um, this random company will have this one game and you're like, oh, OK, cool. And then you look at it and you're like, wait, what? And it's just kind of confusing, like they only have one game. Oh, OK. You know, so you're just kind of like, okay, you know, it is what it is, and you know, just deal with it. But I was kind of like, respawn, man. Where have you guys been? I haven't heard you guys in God knows how long, and here we are. Now you're here, so I mean, right. okay. Yeah, the last one that they did is what I could see was um, Apex, Apex Legends. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah that's a that's a respawn, and then um, one of the Star Wars ones, like. Jedi Fallen Order or something. I can't remember. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. So. But I, I mean, I feel like when it comes to that, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that, like, if a game is super successful, that they can pretty much get away with not having a game for a while. Because yeah. they kind of, you know... They're they're ahead of the market if you could if is that if that's what you want to say, so I was kind of like, all right, you know, it it is what it is, but I was still wondering like this is three games now. What we don't know is could it possibly be a mobile game? Could it possibly be yeah. them redoing a game? You know, we don't know. So fingers crossed because we do need more Star Wars games, a hundred percent. Right. Um. Mattel has one back Disney toy license and Hasbro is going to keep the Star Wars 
licensing. Kind of big news, kind of nothing news, because, you know, as long as my kid's happy with the toys they get, I don't care who makes it. Um, right. But it is kind of big for them because, you know, you know, it's it's dollars in their pocket. Yeah, it's like, it's licensing. Um, this one's kind of crazy. So Universal Orlando Resort, unvaccinated team members no longer required to undergo weekly COVID-19 test, COVID-19 testing. And here's the big one. I think I know why they started doing this. Do you know why, Tim? Um, no, because it's hot and humid and COVID doesn't like that. I think it's because of the fact that um, the NFL and the NBA have stopped testing completely. No more testing. So, to me, why would you as a company keep testing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would you? There's no reason to. Because, yeah. you know, I don't know. Why? Why? What's the point? Yep. No, I, I mean, it, exactly. Especially with, what you know. With just everything that's that's going on and the different, I mean, what was it? There was there for a couple of weeks that every day, all of a sudden, the NFL rules there are different rules that change and whatnot. So, yep. So, there was always something changing. There was always something coming up. It was always something different. And I was kind of like, well, something's going to change because some of these people like Baker Mayfield and these guys, like, I, I don't, I, I think some people should get tested. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's not, it's not bad that you get tested, but there's the, also the simple fact that, okay, look, the more you test people, the more you're going to get positives. It's just plain and simple. Yeah. And so Baker Mayfield had no signs, no nothing. So he's testing positive for no reason. There's no reason for him to be getting tested. And it's just because it's, he's, it's weekly. It's what it is. So I know why they want to do it. I'm okay with that. But still, I'm just kind of like, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. No, it's- Exactly. And, so, and like you said, the more you test, the more positives you're going to get. That's just, that's. Yeah. Me. Yeah. That's wholeheartedly. That's what's, that's what's going to happen. So, um, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I am, I, I just hope things go back to normal soon. It's not going to happen, but here we go. Um, Hollywood dream, the ride evacuated due to sensor abnormality no injuries reported at universal studios japan that always sounds like a fun thing right there right so well, well it's crazy and the one picture i saw is that they were evacuating people i don't know if it was like on a lift hill or somewhere on it but before they evacuated them um, off the off the ride is they had to give everyone a hard hat uh, on it so it must have been in you know whether there was a track over the top of them or, or whatnot but it was funny you see everyone sitting there you know, okay, they're evacuating this row, and everyone's wearing hard hats. Like I said, it was like it looked like a lift hill or something um, <laughs> on it. So it, it was interesting. That's kind of the 
reason I threw it in there is because if you look at the picture, like I said, you see everyone on a hard hat. Yeah, no, and I know they take things a lot more serious there because, you know, I don't know. I don't know why um, we don't take it as serious, but we don't. And they're really big on that over the overseas. So, I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen again because that's a pain in the butt. And I wouldn't want to be there when that happens. Um, yeah. The list one is going to happen is Hawaii may soon require a COVID-19 booster shot for entry, impacting travel to Alani, a Disney resort and spa. It's going to happen. It's 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 a given. Um, for those who don't know, you know, um, my wife's in the care 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 industry, and um, basically, they have to have it by the end of this month. The booster, um, because that's just the state of California, and Hawaii is even more strict than us. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I mean. You already saw it already just with how, um, you know, if you went over there, you had to have a, a, a negative test. And if not, you, know, you had to quarantine for 14 days. I mean, they were very, um, you know, stringent on the visitors coming over. So, yep. I mean, it, it makes sense. And it's an island. So, you know. And I didn't, you know, people don't realize it's very scary for the island because it can spread so fast. And, um, you figure, um, people don't realize that a lot of parts of Hawaii are very poor. Um, you know, they don't pay, they don't pay the workers very well there. And it's just one of those things where, you know, they congregate a lot more, they're big on family and you just get an outbreak. It's going to be bad news for the whole, their whole economy. So, yep. um, the Disney, Disney wish construction reaches another milestone as propeller, as the pods are installed, um, I saw a TikTok the other day that I showed the wife of the Walt Disney suite on one of these cruises that runs about 20K uh, for the trip. And um, if I had an extra 20,000, Tim, you know, we could go in on it together. I'll do 10, you do 10. It's basically your own private suite. They have beds that come out of the wall. You have a concierge who f- keeps your refrigerator full of all the drinks you like, and you get unlimited Mickey bars. Ooh. That's worth it alone. Right. So glad they have one being built right now. We did get a first look at the Iron Man coaster ride uh, vehicle in Adventures Campus at Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris. So didn't on see that it, one, but it's, you know. Uh, I didn't know. I guess it was going to be like a rock and roller coaster uh-huh. uh, initially, and then they redid it to be a Iron Man coaster. I mean, it's, it looks pretty cool. I think they saw the success of Avengers Campus in California, and we're like, "Yeah, we need to just make it this." And I, there are rumors that the roller coaster in Florida is going to be going bye bye soon enough, and I don't know if it has to do with licensing. Or what it has to do with, but there's some stuff going on with that. Um, Minnie Mouse to show off new pantsuit, pantsuit for Women's History Month at Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris. Everyone's freaking out about this, and I'm like, have you never watched Mickey and the Roadster Racers? She wears different outfits all the time on that show, so don't you know? She looks very nice. It doesn't look bad. It's not crazy. Yeah. Well, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, are they redoing all, you know, completely redoing Minnie? Well, 
obviously it helps if you read the article because it's for Women's History Month um, on it. So it's not like they're that's going away and that's going to be the new look for it. It's, right? You know, no, it's like not. Said, it, it's just a, an outfit change for her for Women's History Month. And I'm fine. I think it looks actually it looks pretty nice. And then when you hear that it's in Disneyland Paris, it's like, yeah, it looks like something you would wear in Paris. So it's yeah. like, okay, I'm sorry, we can't have. Hey, how about the? How about we give Donald pants and we give Mickey uh, uh, a shirt, maybe? Right. Come on, Donald doesn't wear pants. Everybody else wears pants. Donald doesn't wear pants. That's how he rolls. I guess, man. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. You're going to complain about one thing. Don't complain about Donald not wearing pants. But. Um, Disneyland Paris is utilizing drone technology for 30th anniversary pre-show. I believe it's something similar to like the Super Bowl halftime show with Lady Gaga when they did the whole illusion thing in the sky. Yeah, actually, yeah, it looks. I mean, all of those are going to be like it because there's only a limited number of things you could do with drones because they have lights on them. So the lights will change and they fly in a different pattern. So there you go. But the one thing I saw they had Mickey ears in the sky and it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, and then last thing on... Oh, sorry, we have two more. Oh, no, last one on the regular one. The Quinjet has been installed in Avengers Campus at Disneyland Paris. We did not get to experience any of this fun stuff because the parks closed, like, what, two weeks after the fences went up in um, California Adventure, I think? It was pretty close because I had friends there that were, like, you know, peeking through the glass and stuff. Um but I'm I'm kind of surprisingly excited to see what it looks like, just because I mean it, it's a different park, and I feel like it'd be cool to experience how they took on you know the Avengers because the Avengers are not um, like well loved in some areas, not anything for what they did, but it's not as big as in America and China. So I'm really interested to see how they to take on it, and we'll see. Um, let us know if you have any questions, comments. Go to linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. And you can let us know on any of those platforms. But we're going into the Disney Parks pile, my favorite pile, because there's so much. And we're going to start off with the thing that me and Tim love the most. And actually, uh, my wife got to meet one of the people who had their um, stained glass put in Disneyland. Because they were an Imagineer. That, um, people don't know. Um, as an Imagineer, you can get hired to do um, to speak for like leadership conferences and stuff. It's not very cheap, and um, he was actually getting his stained glass designed about eight years ago. And this one is for uh, Dave Smith. So uh, they unveiled his uh, his window in Main Street USA in uh, Disneyland. Now, do they get to pick where it goes? Like, if it's a Disney World or Disneyland, or does it depend on where you worked? Um, I think it's dependent on where you work um, on it. And since he was, uh, well, the first archivist uh, on it, uh, it went to, you know, Disneyland because there was no Disney World at, well, Disney World was in its infancy. Um, yeah. He came, came aboard. He's the one that kind of created the, the archives and, and whatnot um, as well. And I don't know if he created the archives, but was like one of the first major archivists of it. And as far as, um, uh, no, he did found Walt Disney archives, named a Disney legend in 07. 
and he passed away a couple of years ago at 78. Um, and he was the first one that came in, uh, well, obviously founded it and cataloged everything. And what he's most famously known for, well, besides starting the, the archives, is um, when Walt Disney passed away, is his office was left like nobody went in the office. Nobody went in the office. I think that the occasional janitor went in there just to kind of um, just politely clean. I mean, they said it wasn't until Dave Smith uh, came you know, in 1970, so it was that five years after, five, I think it was six years after Walt passed, mm-hmm. and um, cataloged everything in his office, and nobody had been in there, um, you know, prior. So it was like a snapshot of the day when the last day Walt le- left his office. I mean, and he cataloged everything down to the amount of paper clips he had on his desk, and not only what he had there, but where everything was at, you know, like and meticulously, you know, did it. Not only how many paper clips he had, but where the paper clips were at on his desk. Um, so when they recreated when they moved it, it, then they re- they recreated it. Yeah, yeah. Then they recreated it um, once they were doing the studio tours again and recreated his office using, um, you know, the records that that Dave Smith had. And even in, um, I believe the desk in uh, saving Mr. Banks as well, um, had some of the stuff on there, uh, that Walt had had, uh, or would have had at that time, um, due to the, the archives. So, um, it's glad to see that, you know, he got his, his window. So it's above the, uh, Fortuosity shop, I believe. And, um, yeah, and it's it's kind of one of those. It's not like <laughs> where like the normal windows where you look up. It's kind of on the corner of it. Um, excuse me, um, on a on a corner. So, uh-huh. I mean, I wish you would have been able to see it. You know what I mean? Because that would have been kind of cool. Because usually they're there for it, but you know, it's still yeah, yeah. No, it, exactly. So, but glad to see it. I mean, he's. He's kind of the one that started it all. It's obviously, that started it all. So, um, yeah, glad to see him get his window. Exactly. Very cool. Um, Magic Key Terrace at Disney's California Adventure being reinvented into Club 33 style lounge, getting new backstory, which, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I don't, well, I'm probably one of a few that don't like where this is going at the spot that it's going at because it's a fantastic kind of almost hidden spot um that you get to see a lot of california adventure and into cars land and whatnot and now you'd see into avengers campus as well um it's the uh there's the wine country tutorial and then there's the upstairs where they do the wine tastings that well they used to you know many moons ago um up there and it's a perfect spot perfect spot it's like a little hangout you know it's like a like a terrace up there and you go up there do wine tasting whatnot you know nice relaxed atmosphere and like i said since it's on the second story you see everything it's basically um off to the side of the wine country tutorial and you see mm-hmm. right down uh uh radiator uh main street of radiator springs and into cars land uh-huh you get a beautiful view of that as you're up there you know eating some some cheese maybe some little charcuterie board or whatnot and sip it on a nice glass of of uh you know 
Best Parker, Silverado, or, um, you know, Kurt Russell's uh, wine. But that's where they're going to now make this Magic Key Terrace. So, you know, us non-Magic Key people can't go up there unless I'm sure you know a Magic Key holder and they could have, you know, a couple guests come up. But it's funny. They said they're going to do it, like, into a Club 33. So I was like, oh, man, this is going to be really fancy, fancy. You know what? Another like, no, no, it's not going to be anything like a Club 33. I don't even know why they used Club 33 because it's not going to be anything remotely close to that. Um, it's <laughs> it's just going to be in what a Magic Key Terrace up there. And they're going to kind of redo it into, you know, like a lounge and have a little bit of a backstory. And it's going to have like a, a bird up there. I can't remember if it's going to be, you know, a peacock or, or a parrot or something like that. And it's going to have um, a little bit of a backstory of a cat that frequents there, which is based on an actual Disneyland cat that is seen in the area. So that's that's Francisco. Uh, yeah, I think so. Is that the one that's over there by the the Fizzy River Run? And the oh uh, no, not that one. Different one. Okay. Yeah, d- different one. This is the one that actually is in that area right okay. there. Okay. I love it. I love the cats. If you couldn't tell, I love the cats. So yep. So it's cool that they're incorporating that into it. So, I mean the the art and everything looks looks really cool. Um, and how they're going to redo it more into a lounge kind of looks like you know the front of trader sam's there um you know that type of furniture and whatnot so um hopefully i could you know go there maybe mr j will take me or my wife will get a pass and i could tag along right and i'll tag along too mr j you can invite me only and not invite tim i'll go i'll leave my wife and kid at home just take me it's okay (laughs) right exactly yeah um but the next thing is kind of big is uh the games of pixar pier switched from cards to tokens at disney's california adventure um do they show if they're like high quality tokens or what i don't i don't know why Uh, no i think they're just like normal tokens but the thing is is you better have a whole bunch of tokens because people are just going to take them you know, like yeah. to the silverware when uh, Galaxy's Edge first opened. You know, they had metal silverware out there. Well, guess what? All of a sudden, they disappeared. They walked away. It's like, well, yeah. Um, and now the funny thing is, they brought them back, and you could buy them. Um, but with that, with the card, that was it. Was perfect. It's very simple and easy. You re- you buy the card, you reload the card, you swipe the card. Now. You got to fumble with this change, these tokens. I I don't know. It doesn't seem, um, you know, very convenient at all. But hey, it's going to be fun for the kids, right? Right. I mean, you could get a token and take it home. Be an yeah. Exactly. Um, onward characters have been added to the Pixar Pal around at Disney's California Adventure Park. I haven't been there in a while, so I don't remember the pal around. Is that the one they just walk around like the cavalcade? No, it's Mickey's Fun Wheel. They oh. So on the gondolas of it, they just put, because they have different uh, Pixar characters on the outside of it, so they've added um, the Onward characters to it. Yeah. 
Oh, well, well, that's kind of cool. Um, Raya from Raya and the Last Dragon makes debut appearance at Disney California Adventure. I feel like they're pulling out a lot of people that they were planning on um, bringing out that they didn't, um, that they weren't able to get out there because of the pandemic. Bingo. So it's kind of, it's interesting to me, but... Um, yeah, there a lot of them are coming out. Um, free sunglasses to be given out for Magic Key Holder Celebration Month at Disneyland Resort. And they're, you know, they're the the normal. I don't want to call them cheapy deepy ones, but they're the fake Ray-Ban looking ones. Yeah, exactly. They're the you know the ones that you would get probably like for five dollars somewhere or whatnot. And obviously, they're free, so don't complain. Well, do you know? Uh... We're going to see what happens with that one because um, there's probably going to be some fights about it. It's going to be very funny. I'm just waiting for it. Right. There is a new Disney designer collection. Ariel Doll has arrived at Disneyland Resort for $129.99. Ay, Chihuahua. That is the ones that my cousin collects and keeps them in the box. So oh, I know all about you. these. And they're at a certain... They, 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 they're, their box are not square. They're like... Almost they, the sides go at an angle a little bit, and they make so where you, if you put them against the wall, it looks like a display uh, just in the box itself. Yeah, the, yeah. the boxes are pretty fancy, so you know, hey, if you want to get that, get that. Um, ESPN coming to Disneyland Resort for Super Bowl. Uh, what's that number, Tim? Fifty-six. Uh, no, fifty-six. There you go. Week coverage because it is in LA, so. We're going to see what well, happens with that. Same thing like they do with the Rose Bowl that comes um, to it. So there you go. Yeah. Um, the first piece of the Zandarian sh- starship installed at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot. Seems like they're moving um, pretty fast um, at this because that one's the next one that's supposed to open up. So fingers crossed. Um, glad they're doing that. Um, the center cockpit for the Zendarian Sergeant was installed as well. And my favorite, this one right here looks redonkulous. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser guests will ride in box trucks themed as shuttle transport between the Hal- Hal- Halcyon, Hal- however you say that, and Galaxy's yeah. Edge. It legitimately is a box truck that has a door cut into it to where it looks like it docks, quote unquote docks. And then right. you ride in a box truck. I don't know what the inside of it looks like. We'll find out soon yeah, enough. I, I mean, the inside of it's got to be. Well, so I want to see not only what the inside looks like, but is it on? Because, I mean, it's box truck. So it's going to be a bumpy ride or whatnot. So is there something, you know, on it? Do they put like little actuators or, you know, hydraulics on it? Or when you're leaving and you're, you're quote unquote, flying there that it feels like you're actually flying and moving a la kind of like rise of the resistance. Um, when you get, when you, uh, uh, get captured, uh, on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be curious to see where the, you know, kind of don't judge a book by its cover. I'm sure it's gotta have something. It's gotta be something like that. So it'll be, yeah. Interesting to, to, to see it. Or see, uh, yeah. or see see the first videos of it, I should say. Well, fingers crossed they're good because it's already not doing well. Um, 
Details have been released for all activities available during the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser stay. I'm not going to go into it because it's kind of whatever. Well, Walt yeah, Disney yeah, be- we already know. Yeah. It, it and Walt Disney- like more than the times that it would be. Yeah. yeah. Walt Disney World uh, res- begins to remove iconic purple roadway signs, replace first for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. So Yeah, for, yeah first, sign, first sign of it. So it's starting to, uh, you're starting to see signs around the park for the Star Wars. Uh, They're getting Star ready. They're for sure getting ready. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> Vault Collection Vintage 1970s Magic Kingdom Map Spirit Jersey arrives at Walt Disney World for $84.99. I would buy that. I like those Spirit Jerseys. Well, have you seen this one? No. Oh, you got to Google it. It looks, it looks awesome. It looks really good. And you can't get it on Shop Disney, can you? Uh, probably not right now. I say give it uh, six weeks. You think so? All the stuff gets released there. Then like, hey. Yeah, but yeah, but here's the thing, though, is with um, Oogie Boogie's one, you couldn't even get it. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It may, it may be on Shop Disney. It may not. I think it, uh, it all depends on how much they sell. You know, if it doesn't do as good, then they probably throw it up on there because they have X amount in stock. That they need oh, to get dude, they have a Marvel tie-dye one. How cute. Disney Vacation Club. No, they don't have it on here. They don't have really anything on here as spirit jerseys. The only one they have is Sleeping Beauty Castle, Castle jersey for adults. There you go. Okay. The one for adults that is this Marvel has all the Marvel characters in the back, and it's not even our Marvel characters. So, no, thank you. That, nice. Oh wait, 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 wait. Maybe I do have it. Is it striped? The spirit jersey. Oh no, it's the balloons and popcorn. No, it's got a map jersey. on it. It's the map. Oh. Grogu tie-dye spirit jersey for kids. Oh, the kids get the coolest stuff, man. All right. Disney accidentally released Vault Collections early. Oh, they released it early on accident? Yep, a little oops, my bad. And then they have Crocs have been released Disney World. Same same theme for $64.99. Um, souvenir Spork available again from Docking Bay 7 and Star Wars Galactic at all in, in Hall- Disney's Hollywood Studios. That was a big thing. There was a shortage. They couldn't. They didn't have sporks. They didn't have bags. They didn't have anything. We, they were buying lightsabers. You're supposed to get a holder for it, and it was coming yep. with some rinky dink trash. Yep. Again, in a plastic bag. That's crazy, yeah. man. And then, well, not the next one, but the one after that. You know, there was that that shortage as well. Uh, cardboard, yeah, carrying boxes for Droid Depot, yeah, that was the other one. And the people were like, "What are we carrying them in?" They just put them in a bag. That's not cool. Um, Figment popcorn bucket removed from Pop Eats menu. (laughs) Okay, yeah, no dir. Um, I think that that picture ended up selling for like fourteen thousand dollars. Because someone drew the bad. It said bad picture of Figment bucket. That's pretty funny, right? I mean, that Uh, that just goes to tell you right there. You need to read the description completely. And it wasn't. No, 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 no. I think I think I think they were doing it as like. Hey, this is what you get. No, no, exactly. Well, I mean, and it's not like they were trying to hide it either. Um, so, I mean, that's it. 
if it did sell, then hey, good on them. Yeah, I mean, good on them. I mean, it's it is what it is. I was just kind of, I don't, I don't understand the hype behind it. You know what I mean? Right. I, I there are certain things that I think are really cool that you can get for souvenirs. And the figment bucket, I guess everyone has to have it, but it, I just, I don't know. Well, I don't and know. I mean, and it's it's figment too, where he's not as a popular character. So, and it has his, his cult following on it. So, yeah, Whatever. that's true. Cause he, and he's not out there as much. It's, it's kind of like those are the, the dragon under the castle at Disney World, I think it is. It's kind of that similar ideas where you don't see it, but you know it's there kind of thing. Yep. And you don't see him very often. So, um, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser added to bus directory. Hotel guests may need to transfer at Disney Springs, which you think you spend that much money, you would, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I wonder if it's one of those things where you get like a special, like shuttle that comes up and picks you up because it's a whole experience versus you just, well, no, I guess it wouldn't matter because when you pull up, you're not. You're checking in at the base, and then when you go to your room, you're that's you're leaving Disneyland yeah. or Disney World to go up to it. So, I uh, I don't know, but I mean, I can see if you're coming in. I don't know, maybe from the airport, and you didn't get the the shuttle that takes you directly to it, um, or maybe they don't have it running yet because it's a brand new hotel and it's like hey we'll just drop you off here then they'll come pick you i who knows i mean i i i I know a lot of people a lot of people because they have restaurants in different you know different want places so you i i get it you know they they want to go to the different places but you would think that you would get some sort of i don't know benefit from Paying that much money, but I guess not, man. I guess not. Um, Walt Disney World is offering up to $6,000 hiring bonus for new cast members. Um, apparently, now, they don't have enough people, but it's probably, that, what? what is it, like 1000 at the front and then so much after six months, so much after a year? No, no, it's a hiring bonus. So it's a little clickbaity title because I read, I'm like, there's no way. 6000 Oh, my gosh. I mean, me and you were talking for you know, one of the jobs that um, didn't have anything, then all of a sudden they attached a 4,000 bonus on it, which is pretty good. But obviously there's always mm-hmm. stipulations on it. Um, but this one, so normally you see like the 1,000 or 1,500, you know, hiring bonus, uh, you know, which is fine. And that's for, you know, your normal part-time, full-time cast members. Well, the 6,000 one is I think they're hiring like uh, like chefs and whatnot as well. So I think it's more so for the higher end jobs, I guess. You know, you want to say not, you know, your your oh, base cast members. Or so they're like the trades, like like trade jobs, jobs like trade yep. jobs almost. Okay, yep, exactly. So don't think if oh I'm gonna go down there get a part time job or a full time job and get a six thousand dollar hiring bonus. No, you're probably gonna get the thousand to fifteen hundred based on the hours that um, you'll get hired on for. Where the six thousand is for probably like a pastry chef or um a you know a chef in a in a restaurant that makes a lot more sense you know because so yeah no offense but you know yeah if that's it then shoot i'm gonna gonna fly over there 
<laughs> Tim's moving to Florida. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, controversial names have been removed from Tom Sawyer Island rafts, including Engine Joe at Magic Kingdom. I'm surprised they didn't come down sooner. Right. Exactly. Do, do they ever explain why they leave stuff up like that? Or, I mean, Disney doesn't really despawn, do they? Explain what was that? They don't really ever explain why they make these late decisions, do they? No. Well, they probably keep it there. If nobody doesn't say anything, then we'll just keep it there because it's going to cost somebody time to take it down and replace it with something else. You know, time yeah. and money to do it. So, you know, wait till it becomes a deal or get people doing it or, um, you know, <clears throat> hey, Jimmy, put this on your on your list. You know, if you need something to do, then go ahead and do this or do it at, at your leisure. It's nothing you need right away. Yeah, well, congratulations to them catching up the times. And we're going to end it with yet another fight with guests in front of Cinderella Castle in Magic Kingdom. Everyone is very angry at Magic Kingdom. Right? It's always at Magic Kingdom. I don't know what's going on over there. Something in the water? I know the weather is not the great over there during summer, but I I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it's that people are just anxious about certain things or I don't know, man. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's just whatever. I mean, I get tensions can be high. People are tired. People are sweaty, but I don't know, man. It doesn't seem... It doesn't seem worth it to me, like, to get in a fight and potentially go to jail in front of your kids. You know what I mean? Right. Because that's the worst part is, like, most of these people, it's been, like, in front of children. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And especially if you're fighting someone, um, you know, you could get, obviously, get charges pressed against you. So... Yeah, it's not I good. It's not yeah. good at all. But Dude. stay tuned for more fights from us because it's going to happen. And uh, just look for <laughs> it from us because I know we're going to report on the next one. It's going to happen. Um, right. Well, it seems like every week there's one that happens. There's been one every week the past three weeks in Disney World. Right. So. But uh, thank you guys all for coming through. Thank you guys all for listening we greatly appreciate it mr j connor concons cantina justin thank you guys all for listening uh for the fomo cast i'm chris i'm tim and we'll see you guys next time